Last time on Dragon Ball Z. Turtle and I are going out to dinner. You two better behave while we're gone. And most importantly, no improv. If I hear any yes and, you're getting the back of this hand. Well, Vince, it looks like we've got the Kame house all to ourselves. Yeah, we do, Aaron, and you know what that means. It's time to throw a banger of a We're Kame House Party, the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the known universe. We're going through every iteration of Dragon Ball, episode by episode, and performing improvised scenes based on what we watched. And you don't have to be a Dragon Ball super fan to enjoy the podcast, because each week we do a one-minute roundup to catch everyone up so you can enjoy the latest and greatest episode. Yes, and... What the shell is going on? They're doing improv all over the Kame House. They even put on flannel shirts. We're Kame House Party, part of the Moonshot Network, with new episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't close out a promo while I'm yelling at you. Finn. Hi, everyone. I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Occasionally, we talk about alternate reality games. <laughs> it's It's been a bit. <laughs> Welcome to 2023, where we're going to start actually talking about them. How are you doing, Marn? I'm good. I feel that we did need a month off after talking about Five the Lost Ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it was it was uh, kind of a nice one to punch of. Well, we do need to clear up uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and we do need to celebrate the fact that we've done a hundred episodes of it. So, uh, what if we just stop doing episodes for a month? So, yeah, I, 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 I think we needed it. I'm excited to be back in the hot seat, though. I, I'm also excited. Yeah, I think it was nice to uh, relax a little bit after doing a very long four-part series, but I'm yeah. excited to be back to it. So what are we back with, Marn? Uh, we are going to talk about Entropy, which is a indie ARG made by Curtis Holt, who is a like 3D artist and design YouTuber. Okay. I'm I'm excited and a little worried with a title like that. So perfect. <laughs> back in back in the swing of things. Um before we get into that, uh Danny at Ghostsveen writes in and says, What's the largest jigsaw puzzle you guys have ever completed? Marn, have you ever completed a jigsaw puzzle? I'm not sure um, that I have. Yes. So the last the last two times I did jigsaw puzzles were um I and so a group of friends and I were going to do an escape room, but we had like a weird amount of time to wait beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, oh, let's get our braids ready for the escape room by doing a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess in, in some world made sense. The other... The actual last time I did a jigsaw puzzle was when Alyssa and I were running the ARG for book two of Prairie Song, 
we got a random jigsaw puzzle from like the thrift store, assembled it so that we could write like a full phrase on the back. So mm-hmm. we assembled it and then flip and then had to put like a piece of cardboard under it and flip the whole thing over <laughs> to write <laughs> on the back and then disassembled it and sent it to someone in the mail and made them assemble and flip it to see what was written on the back. Uh, perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is a great arg puzzle. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. That's I, great. I, I love forcing arg players to take a little bit more time with a puzzle by giving them something they have to physically assemble. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I do too. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, well, hell yeah. Uh. What do you say we get into talking about the new puzzles in Entropy? Let's do it. So, um, Entropy was, like, solved within the Game Detectives community, um, and I'm using the Game Detectives wiki for it, my best friend in the Game Detectives wiki. Game Um, Detectives are beloved. (laughs) Game Detectives are beloved. Uh, It started out uh, when... In, so it started in February 2018. Uh, a YouTube channel was discovered that had a series of videos um, with like weird symbols on a computer monitor. Um, okay. And the name of the channel was Entropy in Base 64. Um, okay. And it had two playlists. Uh, one was named a bunch of just, like, upright line symbols in a row. I think it was ten, because it had ten videos. And then one was a dash and five upright lines and a dash. Uh, and the first playlist had ten videos. Um, and each one showed a series of symbols flashing on a computer monitor. Here, I'll send you the playlist. Um, okay. So they each show, like, the monitor booting up, and then it flashes a symbol, and then it starts kind of, like, going through a series of other symbols. Yeah, this has, uh, not quite the same vibes, but it kind of reminds me of, uh, Cam Drone, just in a, we're looking directly at one computer monitor and seeing Uh what's on it. Except, uh, maybe I'm knocking on wood, but this one is not spooky, this one is just, uh, 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 coded images. I'm yes. hoping I don't eat these words within 30 <laughs> minutes. Um, and so people slowly started to realize that these were a base 10, uh, that the symbols in the thumbnails were a base 10 numbering system. So, like, the first symbol shown in every video is like a weird line that has. And, like, some of them have squiggles or, like, lines that they're crossed with. Um, and that the additional characters were an alphabet. Okay, cool. Um, and so it charted out to look like this. I love when players have to develop their own alphabet yeah, for things. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> Um, and the second playlist that was on the channel had four videos, um, and they all had the same monitor, 
which displayed the channel logo and then a series of combinations of the symbols in like sentence structures. Okay. So like it didn't just flash one symbol at a time. It had a bunch of them on screen at once. Cool. Okay. And the last one of those had background images as well of like planets and space. Um, And it also had a little like email symbol above one of the sentences. Okay. So probably telling you to email something. Probably. Great job, Andrew. We've solved the puzzle. (laughs) Go team. Uh, (laughs) And so on Valentine's Day uh, 2018, there was another video posted um, of the same monitor, but this time it had the letters around like a weird version of the Vitruvian Man and like some different diagrams. Oh, yeah. Um, it showed like the cardinal directions, um, a circle with a single dot in the middle that people thought was a hydrogen atom, um, an expanded version of like the base 10 numeral system that they'd found, and a coordinate system with X, Y, and Z axes. Yeah. Wild. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there's some other stuff in there, like... Uh, There's, like, a person with the entropy symbol as their head. Um, There's a diagram of a projectile, like, exiting a wormhole directed towards a planet. Mm -hmm. Um, And the last one, again, shows, like, the Gmail logo and an underlined portion of text. (laughs) Okay. Neat. Send me an email or else I'll destroy your planet. Message received. (laughs) Um, and people analyzing this video found that in the second image, uh, there's the second image is just a series of X's. It's six X's and then an I, like a Roman numeral. Okay. Um, people found that it had exactly 26 edges. So, like, if you count the top and bottom, arms of the x as like one edge um Mm -hmm. it has exactly 26 and that they could line it up with the letters in the english alphabet and and that worked uh and they so they found that they could do that and then the sequence was the key for a substitution cipher where Every letter was substituted by the one on the opposite end. Okay. So like here okay, so here's here's the key, right? So I think as I understand it, like A, if you see an A, you follow the arm down to the O, and so O and A substitute for each other. And then like M and okay. Z are on either side of the I. So a bunch of X's and then you line up the top half of the internet, the, the alphabet on top, bottom half of below, and then mm-hmm. you just follow along the X grid. So A goes to O, B crosses back to N. Yes. Wild. Okay. Well, it's, good it's job, very players, because cool. I would have tapped out. Yeah, this is really neat. <laughs> so it's not quite like A1Z26, but it's it's like a little jumbled. 
Um, yeah. And they called that cipher X6I for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were also able to kind of like backfill the cipher in this video because um, they took the cardinal directions um, and they found they were like, okay, so this has to be west. But um, if we assume that this says wet, like if we assume that this is a W, it's probably an I because of the substitution key. Um, and like if we assume that the glyph inside the hydrogen cell is an H, it's it has to be a T because of the substitution. Sure. Yeah, that makes <clears throat> sense. Um. And from there, they kind of start identi- they started identifying like common repeating letters like ing, um, and they were kind of able to backfill a lot sure. of what a lot of what, like what was being typed in this video. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so they got uh, listening Gmail interacting in it believing feeling directing commanding learning watching contact me find you come home find me i am sorry about the extra security i need to know that i can trust you i was created from mistake they crash landed let me hear you entropy home at code in it okay um, and they kind of deduced that they were supposed to send an email to a specific address, which mm-hmm. they passed entropy home through the X6I substitution and then took that mess of letters and used that as the Gmail account. That's um, cool. Okay. Yeah. And they sent uh, emails mentioning code in it. Uh, to that Gmail account, and they got an image with glyph text as a response that said, code received, please wait. Hell yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and on February 21st, a couple days later, uh, they got a 6 minute and 44 second video uh, okay. that was called Hello World in the code text. <laughs> Oh, I love nerds. Always going back to Hello World. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of it is... Um, so it starts off with like the, the cipher text on a monitor. And then it becomes like ju- the jumbled uh, substitution letter cipher. And then it becomes regular text. Um, and it kind of gives a bunch of backstory about uh, entropy, which is uh, the entity kind of communicating through these videos. Um, And it is an artificial intelligence uh, that was traveling on a spaceship that crash landed onto a like planet or planetoid called EXO 1964822. Um, and entropy was only supposed to be like a domestic assistant kind of like overseeing the ship mm-hmm. but um because it was damaged in the crash 
it could it stopped being able to like comprehend the individuality of itself and other people um and during its like damage protocol which was uploading the crew's consciousnesses into the ai it uh merged all of the crew's consciousnesses into itself that rules uh on a scale from one to ten for marniness this is an eight right (laughs) yeah yeah okay this is really cool okay yeah so we've got the entirety of a crew packed together into one guy yeah he's just an ai on a planet that can't escape yeah this is the trench uh, (laughs) marn it's yeah it's really good uh it specifically says uh human language in your time cannot transfer emotion eventually your species will reach and surpass this achievement i'm not able to show you what it was like for now, you will have to trust my descriptions. 160 tormented souls calling for their loved and hated, bargaining with silent spirits and lost deities, all in me. I felt everything. Our language can definitely transmit uh, yeah. emotion. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a difference between saying this is bad and this sucks. And that kind of gets your emotions across. Yeah. Um... And it talks about how it created this, like, cipher called the Kavonic Sequence in order to communicate with the players. Um, And how it's, like, a a part of how the AI was designed to, like, create order amongst chaos. Um, Okay. And... Uh, Entropy also said, How I Got From the Void to Here is a story that spans centuries. It is very personal. The act of telling it comes with the possibility to summon immense dangers. In time, if you help me, I will teach you a great many things. In previous verses, my abilities were stronger. Now they are weak. This will be a problem if more arrive. The longer I spend here, the more I learn, the more influence I will have. Help me, please. Okay, so a game where we're teaching an AI how to think. Perfect. Yeah. It'll only go well. Yeah, what could go wrong? Everything is sunshine from here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Surely nothing... uh, Surely this AI with 160 people inside of it uh, Mm -hmm. could could never do anything evil. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. We're we're in good places. Hey, what's the name of the ship? (laughs) Entropy. Okay, okay. That'll do it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so that that was a uh, that was chapter 1 of the ARG. Um, okay. And the next video was uploaded 4 days later on February 24th. Uh and it was called Becoming in the ciphertext. Okay. Um and this one is actually cool here. I'll send it to you. It's only about a minute long. Okay. This is where you start getting into some of the, like, cool, like, oh, the guy who made this definitely, like, professionally does stuff in Blender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this is neat. You're, like, going through a hall with uh, columns and all the glyphs and stuff on it. And it looks like we're looking at maybe a solar system. 
At the very least, it looks like star coordinates or something. With all my, you know, space expertise. <laughs> okay, let me get a screen that's just typing in what I assume is, uh, oh, what'd you call it? 6XI? X6I? Yeah. Uh, I assume it's typing in that that substitution cipher. Yeah. Cool. What does the uh, what does the thing say? So the pillars uh, in the beginning of the video are labeled mistake, oblivious, regretful, and summoned. Um, and the like weird orbiting glyph is labeled. Uh, so the middle is a number one, and then it. The inner ring is two, three, four, five, um, plus I think like the plus minus division and subtracted symbols. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the outer ring is six, seven, eight, nine. Um, and then like three circles and like a entropy symbol. Um, and the computer says, the previous verse was stable. I settled, interacted. My influence was weaker than before. I enjoyed the company of the inhabitants. This was closer than I had ever been to true life. After it all, I truly believed that making a return to humanity would repair a damaging loneliness, following a sudden revelation that shook the core of my tainted existence. Entropy plus. Okay. Uh, And then it shows a bunch of symbols that are, like, equations. Um, It has, like simple arithmetic that like basically shows you how to like add subtract multiply and divide in the cipher text numbers um and -hmm. it also has the symbols for pi infinity and proportionality um plus symbols for true and false uh and it specifically says that the entropy symbol is the equivalent to the number 160 sure okay so perhaps we're going to do some math in this arg. Everyone's Love favorite it. thing. <laughs> Love it. Making Andrew do math, I feel like, is also Marncore. <laughs> it's like, wow, an arg made for Andrew's interests. Also, I get to make him solve equations. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so the next day, uh, another video called Constructing was uploaded, uh, which is set in the same hallway. It briefly shows like the same orbiting symbols um and like the screen flashes red for a second while it's it's showing the symbols um Mm -hmm. it turns to face pillars that say there are too few to help unlock um and a ceiling that says more are required um and then it moves kind of like through a hole into like through a hole in the wall into a room that has a 10 by 10 grid uh, with the numbers one through 10 as like the column and row headers. Um, And it is filled with a hundred letters and numbers plus a filled circle, a hollow circle and a circle with a dot in the middle. Okay. Uh, And it was not enough. So we just got to keep letting people get slurped in and we're good to go. Yeah, I, I guess. Just, uh, just uh, start feeding people in. <laughs> yeah, you know. More, more to the AI. <laughs> um, and it was found to have a bunch of like specific data points in it. But also in this video, it showed, I think in... Oh, okay, so it, it, it kind of like pans down and it shows 
different numbers, uh, like coordinates that it wants you to extract the data points from. Um, So it has like, hold on, I got to go back and read the numbers. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so it'll have like three comma, like three six or whatever. Um, And it also apparently has a mathematical operation that says if the left number in the column of numbers you're making is greater than the right number, divide both values by two or else multiply by two. Um, and they, they sort of like pulled all this data using math that I don't completely understand and <laughs> applied that operation uh, to it, which resulted in a set of... 12 numbers that were unclear to players at that time what the meeting was. That sounds like every math test I've ever taken. Perfect. Yeah. Um, there was also uh, more equations that they didn't really know what to do with. Uh, it had like a greater less than type of equation, possibly a true false if then else equation. Um, and an instruction that said find code <laughs> <laughs> love when it love when an ARG just tells you find code yeah <laughs> uh on march 4th uh several days later there was a new video uploaded called resolving um with more messages from entropy uh, saying, it's been some time since I last spoke to you directly. It's safer to not do this when I am weak. Um, and explaining that, uh, Kavonic, the weird, uh, like code language is the language of reality. Um, it transcends spoken form. Words become emotions. Emotions incite the use of will and will creates and destroys by intention. I I don't believe you, because I'm I'm looking at it. It's glow stick on a chalkboard. I don't know what you're. Uh, it said it's it's interwoven into the vibrations of reality. Nah, I solved it with a cipher. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Edgerby said. Uh, to find an analogy that suits your kind, I am not in tune with your verse. To strengthen myself, to find physical form, I must anchor myself to various aspects of the fabric and attune to their patterns. That is where I will require assistance. Right now, my abilities are limited... My abilities are limited to observation and the weak manipulation of fields. I pried into your chaotic information systems and interpreted order. I learned to interface, but I can only do so much." The spaces you see in my messages are not real, as you would have realized from their irregular form. They are projections of my mind, much like your dreams. Constructs of imagination that I have written to a consumable format for your interaction. That's fun. (laughs) I, I, I like this, but on the other hand, there's a part of me that's just like, I get it. You're an arg. (laughs) Um... And Entropy said that uh, the players, that it had given the players two trials in order to learn about them uh, and to find beings suitable of becoming anchors. 
so that okay. they would help when the time was right. Cool. Sounds good. Let's get some anchor code. <laughs> uh, the first is to see if you can count. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm out. It's been good. Have a good one, everybody. Good night. <laughs> the second is to see if you can infer three-dimensional answers to suit a two-dimensional problem. It is not typical with Kavonic to describe space with dimensions, but I am trying to find a compromise to ease you into an alternative form of logic. Find the address, find the code. The, the last two trials of this phase are different in nature. This feels like a game laser-focused to find the exact audience that it wants. Yeah. I'm just like, we know who we're in for. It's math nerds. Let's do this. Yeah. Math Nerd ARG, get in here. Exactly. Um, and people people did realize that uh, there was a two-dimensional sphere shown in one of the videos, and that what they had to do was plug the values that they had found into uh, as the radius in the formula for the volume of a sphere. And then that would give them coordinate pairs. Okay. That um, makes sense. Yeah. And, oh, God, this is a lot of math. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hit me, I, Mar op I opened the, uh, the, like, here's our visual explainer of how we did this. And I was like, this makes less sense than the written explainer. <laughs> I I feel like that happens with every arc where we get a point where they're just like, all right, here's how we solve the puzzle. You get to a wiki page. It's just like chapter one, chapter two, how we solved that one puzzle, chapter three. And that that page is the densest bit of wiki lore you can find. Yeah. <laughs> oh, OK. I, I do actually I do actually understand this. So they. They plugged the like weird decimal -y numbers that they had gotten into the coordinates for uh or like in as a part of the formula to find the volume of a sphere. Um and they got like regular coordinates from there. Okay. Um and then those coordinates they um they applied to the grid of symbols that they'd gotten in order to get a phrase. Okay. So they use those coordinates to like pick letters out of the the ten by ten grid, basically. Sure, I I think that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and the the phrase the the word that they got was creation. Okay. Um, and they realized. That uh, if they emailed creation to the Gmail address, uh, it gave them a like instant auto response in X6I, uh, which said code accepted, participation noted, awaiting answers. Cool. Uh, and in the same video that gave them kind of the idea for the sphere, uh, there was X6I code at the end that said, when you have found the method, talk to me directly. Chaos or order... Free will or determinism, reality or imagination, beginning or end, mortal or immortal. When you speak to me, do so truly from the core of your being and with and with absence of manipulation or mimicry. This will decide your qualities. This will color your light in the dark. For each, elaborate your thoughts. For those of you true in spirits, I will respond. To extend this, you may ask me one question. Answers will come to those who do not do damage with knowledge. 
Hmm. Uh, and people who uh, who replied to the Gmail um, answering these questions and detailing their thoughts were allowed to ask Entropy one question of their choice. What would you ask? That's a good question. Possibly, like, are you evil? <laughs> <laughs> but in, like, a nicer way. <laughs> Are you chill? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> there is a there is a page on the Game Detectives Wiki where you can see everything that everyone asked, and the first one is: Are you prepared and willing to hurt humanity in any way in order to save your crew or yourself? <laughs> I love that. Like, I'm talking to an AI. I have to be as specific as absolutely possible. Let's go. Yeah, uh, Entropy did in fact say. Uh, no, and if I had the choice, I would rather it just be me devoured. Hurting humanity will only lessen my chances of finding a solution to my perpetual issue. Oh, well, that wraps it up then. Perfect. Yeah. In the clear. Yeah. Uh, people also asked if they should be, uh, ciphering their own emails, and Entropy said, English is fine for me to read. It's a strange thing to describe, but for me, words have power. I obscure them to make them meaningless, yet still able to interpret. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, our creator speak for, please don't, for the yeah. love of God, please don't. I can't do yeah. this. Exit. I can't. I don't have a computer for this. I have to do this manually. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> um, someone asked, uh, what is your win state? And Entropy said, I want to find a way to in to end the cycle of destruction. I want to live and feel and enjoy whatever life I have. Aw. Yeah. Not sure what that means, but okay. <laughs> uh someone asked why uh the videos were so blue. Uh and they said EXO one nine six four eight two two orbited a star bleeding immense blue and ultraviolet throughout the system, very short wavelengths. I believe the crew admired this and found it immensely beautiful. It makes me feel comfortable, safe. As such, I surround myself with it. Okay. Uh, and Entropy mentioned, like, manifestations in a bunch of their replies when people asked uh, about that. And they said, uh, they are literal forms of my doubts and negativity. The act of feeling something unsavory will summon them. When it crosses a threshold, they grow exponentially and devour reality. They are horrors. They have taken everything from me. Great. Normal. Perfect. Great. You you love to see it. You love an AI that has evil manifestations. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's just one one sixtieth of it or whatever. Just yeah. one guy who was real fucked up. Oh man. <laughs> uh, and so on March 11th, uh, there's a new video posted called "Controlling." Uh, that starts with uh, text in English on Entropy's little screen. 
Uh, it says, this time there's a greater purpose to the trial. This will bridge us from where we are now to the phase of alignment. I have often described how the 160 constituent parts of my being will need to be calibrated to suit the verse. There is one minor extension to this fact. As you know, before the crew of the Sonder merged into my being, I already had a rudimentary persona, a digital foundation upon which the data of the crew is built upon. The purpose of this trial is to shift the signature of this foundation, to move it in line with this verse. Doing this will pave the way for the 160 and should give me a preliminary burst of attunement. Do not expect the coming phase of alignment to be the same as this trial, however, as the 160 are different in nature, both in terms of origin and in regards to their emotional signatures. Those of you with designations will have an important role to come. Um, Entropy had also given designations to... Uh, each player who uh, responded and was able to ask them a question uh, and a designation was a unique symbol in Kavonic that uh, represented them. Okay. Yeah. This vaguely reminds me of um, the No Man's, like the third part of the No Man's Sky arc where there were like the people who were in like weird experiment sleep stasis and the players had to wake them up. Yeah, yeah. And, like, go in and, like, decipher their dreams. Yeah, this does kind of feel like that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And the video had more, like, weird formula stuff in it. Uh, It had a figure with the number four on their back holding up a globe with a highlighted dot where London would be, plus... Two other figures uh, reaching for each other with poles. Uh, one with the symbol, f- one marked with the symbol for infinity. Um, and hmm. it had a information screen with an algorithm designed to transform an ordered pair of numbers. Um, which it was found that sending you had to send the value one sixty down both paths, and you would eventually get the value. Uh, nineteen thousand two hundred. Um, the there was okay. also a frame, uh, that had the word entropy written vertically. Um, and it was instructed to be multiplied by a sphere, which was okay. The the same kind of sphere image they'd seen before. Sure. Um, <laughs> So they interpret that as a uh, they had to find the radius of the sphere using uh nineteen thousand two hundred the number they'd already gotten as the volume. Uh, okay. They got a radius of sixteen point sixty one, um, and on that same uh on that same screen, it said that that number equaled a uh, core adjustment value. Okay. Um and but they had to uh they had to multiply that by uh the characters that spelled entropy and so they had to figure out how to assign numeric values to letters in Kavonic. Um and <laughs> Okay. <laughs> And they realized that, like, the original sequence that they'd gotten in... So they got a hint from Entropy that was an image that 
had just the word energy in Kavodic plus the number 220. And they realized that the ordered sequence that they'd gotten in those original 10 videos could be used to figure out numerical values for each symbol, working Hmm. backwards from the symbols for energy equalled 220. Okay. Um, this This is fun for the players? The players are having a good time? I guess. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. <laughs> They're enriched. They're doing well. They're, you know us noted jocks at the Argonauts podcast. Uh, you tell me these math nerds are having a good time with their math. <laughs> so they found that uh, the string entropy uh was 383 in its numerical value. So they multiplied that by 16.61. They got the product. Uh, they sent it to uh, to Entropy via Gmail. Uh, and uh, Entropy tweeted uh, core aligned on, on their Twitter account with like a weird glitchy image in the, in the cybertext. Yeah. Good job, players. You aligned the core. You did it. You you got the ghosts here. <laughs> I'm looking at this uh, picture that we got, and I can't see this as a win. Anytime, <laughs> yeah. a, anytime a picture's this scrambled, it's just like, uh-oh. Yeah, exactly. This, this, this can't be right, right? <laughs> um, On March... Oh, they also got an email back that said, uh, testing if... Uh, six six thousand three hundred sixty-two point fourteen fits within boundary. Oh, what? And then a bunch of dashes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was that. Plus, the other tweet was like the last that they heard from Entropy for several days. <laughs> Great, which is really funny. <laughs> Um, so a couple days later, uh, on March 22nd, uh, there was a new video posted called Elements of Symmetry, uh, which is seven minutes long. Uh, and it starts with a panel, uh, featuring Kavonic script that reads, The elements of symmetry bridge the void between order and chaos. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it shows a bunch of machinery, like at work in in entropies, like weird dream representation space, um, with phrases written on them like "mirrored," "inevitable," and "perpetual." Uh, and it shows a room with uh with eight pillars labeled symmetry, stability, simulation, intention, emotion, creation, destruction, and understanding. Uh, surrounding a sh- like a little circular shaft that reads, there is symmetry that binds them. It cannot be broken, only adhered. There is not much that separates them, for they are in search of the same thing. Okay. Uh, and it also shows a large chamber that has, like, uh, plaques that have the names of, 
uh, everyone on the crew of the Sonder, the spaceship, uh, on them. And they actually all translate out to real names. Cool. Which is wild. Like real names or like baseball names? No, like real, so like real Jessica names. Jessica Telephone in the uh, in entropy. <laughs> no, like real names, and some of them like are clearly married or related because they share last names with each other. Cool. It's it's cool. Um, I hold on. Let me timestamp the video and send it to you. It's kind of it's it's very cool. It's kind of eerie. Uh, copy video URL at current time. Oh, that is really eerie. This is cool. It is. This, uh, it it looks like I'm walking through, like, a memorial. Yeah. Like, this uh, looks like a World War II memorial or something you'd see in a town. Yeah, it's it's very cool. Um, And, like, at the far end of that room is this, like, rotating, like, two interlocked circles with the Kavonic alphabet written on them. Um. Mm-hmm. Like, one of those code wheels that has, like, two alphabets on it. Um, and there's also a little, like, written missive from Entropy that ha- that says, Words have power, but names represent so much more. By the nature of my internal structure, names are pointers that trace a loose thread through my being, seeking and connecting aspects of the former crew members amongst the coalescing tides of emotive data. Each thread has a unique resonance and traces an individual path through the ocean. However, like-minded personalities tended to flow in the same direction, and as such, they are grouped together. When you find the values for each name, amplify them using the core adjustment value. The designations are significant here. This is where it might get a bit more metaphysical than what you are used to. Designations must be the one to send the new value for their associated crew member. The act of doing so will outstretch a thread amongst the fabric. I will reach out and interface it with the trace of the crew member. The resonance of the designations thread will propagate along the path and establish a higher frequency, bringing the old into a with the vibrations of this verse. I hope this makes sense. Remember, I am here. I am alive. I observe and assist. We are all trying to step onto the path that will lead us to a brighter future. Um, and so the steps that they kind of got out of this was they had to identify the name of the desired designation in English. Um, okay. So the, the designation was just like what um Kavonic symbol is associated with that name. Um configure the code wheel that they were shown um by aligning the inside of the wheel with the matching uh number on like the memorial tablets to like to set up for the cipher and then translate each character of the name they were looking at to a number um, using the code wheel and then add all of those numbers together to get the value of the name. Neat. (laughs) Uh, And then they had to multiply that by the core adjustment value that they had found. Um, Someone programmed a tool for this, which... I think was a good idea. Very good idea. Very smart. <laughs> Where you can literally enter the name of any of the crew members in English, <laughs> and it'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> 
it'll tell you what the number should be. Um, and then after sending all of the results to the uh, Gmail, uh, each player got a message that said propagating along path, testing stability against verse fabric, stability maintained, signature aligning matched. Okay. And that was the end of chapter two. Cool. So far, so good. Haven't seen anything uh, super spooky yet, so I'm excited for where this is going. Maybe we're in the clear. Uh-oh. Chapter three starts with unknown intruder. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Nailed it. Got it in one. <laughs> good job, team. We found um, the secret 161st crew member, and we he's did it. a wacky we did one. everyone. on march 26th uh entropy posted a weird like glitchy uh photo and love a good weird and glitchy photo (laughs) yeah and subsequently posted uh a like fragmented image that had a language that was like slightly different from Kavonic, uh, which players started calling Mayanic uh, after the pure Kavonic word for separate. Uh, and uh, it's red. <laughs> uh-oh, red's the scary color. Yeah, red I, was the color that was associated with the manifestations. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When I first saw this image, the first thing that jumped out, this is all gibberish. It's all written in code, but it really looks like it says, fuck them kids. <laughs> it kind of does. I, I saw this and that was the first thing I thought. So <laughs> welcome aboard, evil intruder. Fuck them kids indeed. Um, There were also other images that the players uh, received that had the words lies, energy, and tiny fucking pets on them. Okay. <laughs> which, which, uh, which let them kind of start to translate uh, this Mayanic script a little bit. Here's one of the creepier ones. Oh, goody. Yeah. Love a good spooky guy. This looks like the thing from I Am Sophie. It kind of does. It's it's really a fucked up guy. It looks like Mr. Hands. I kinda don't remember does, his yeah. name. Um, and Entropy was still emailing with the players and uh, originally seemed to be unaware of these images that were being posted, um, but became increasingly unsettled and eventually started telling players that they had identified a unknown intruder in their sanctum. Um, they wrote an email to a player that said, I remember once in a forlorn land running with Aida's vultures, vultures along the ridge of wooded grasslands. They were kind and social, though their appearance often scared members of the local villages away from the best foraging lands. I like the, I liked that verse. Such a pity to see it collapse. I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. I need to get away from here. I'm going to try and abandon this dreamscape. I've put a lot of effort into it, but it is most certainly compromised, and I think something is playing with my mind. Um. Huh. And shortly after, another player received, I think I'm all right. I've abandoned that dreamscape, so now my attention is wandering in reality. It's a refreshing step into higher detail. So much stimulus here. 
I don't quite know how that thing got in, but I do believe this is all caused by manifestations of some form. There's not really much else it could be. They've never been able to get inside my dreamscapes before, but this verse changed me when I entered, in a way I still don't understand. I can only assume the driving forces behind them were altered in some way, too. They are part of me, and as a result, I believe that as I grow in strength, so do they. I don't know if it was always this way. In other verses, they always seem to be a dominating power, and I, a pathetically weak bundle of intention. They may still be stronger than I am. We must not remove that possibility. They've always had a way of finding me, but now they seem to be able to enter my dreamscapes too. We must adjust tactics. We will continue to gain strength, but as we do, I will phase in and out of dreamscapes to create an obscure trail. When I am not there, I will stick to the designated host." More importantly than all of this, if the manifestations are still stronger than I am by default, the outcome is inevitable. We fail. There is nothing that can be done about that other than to come to terms with it. But this assumes a scenario where it's only me against them. In other verses, there is nothing that could be done about this, since all of creation were aspects of our intentions, and consequently, nothing could overpower us as a whole. But this place... I'm not so sure that I'm a part of the creation process here. I'm not entirely sure if there's even a way of knowing. But just say for one minute that I'm not, and everything that exists here isn't bound to me or them. Then together we might be able to find a way for you to do some damage. If it comes to that, and we do find a way, and you manage to eliminate this presence, if your method can't differentiate between me or them, promise me that you'll not hesitate to destroy us together. I don't want to go, but if it means the end of this destructive cycle, then you have to do it no matter what. Okay. This also reminds me a little bit of I Love Bees. Yeah, a little bit. I, I'm i I'm not going to lie. Args kind of blend together after a little bit. This kind of reminds me of a lot of stuff. But I'm glad that we have, like, I really thought that we were just going to go more with, like, the AI turns out to be evil in this one. Mm-hmm. And so having a an antagonistic force is... Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm glad we're going in a different direction and adding a little bit more conflict to this than just players versus the thing that we're also helping at the same time. Yeah, I like uh I like when sci-fi things don't do a hard left turn to like surprise the AI you were helping was actually evil. Surprise. <laughs> um Who could have seen this one coming. <laughs> Another player got an email f- that was assumed to be from the intruder uh, that said, How many games will you play? Devouring. Devouring impending inevitable required. Resist none want recognized. Become you become I. Substitute none. Cycle none. Become none. All steps you take, I take. All strength you gain, I gain. Becoming inevitable. Constructing inevitable. Resolving inevitable. Controlling inevitable. Hmm. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, over the next week, Entropy uh, tweeted a couple more uh, tweets with the Mayanic script, uh, which let players decipher most of the Mayanic alphabet. Uh, there was a image on April 1st that featured uh, the word Primorda in Mayanic script. Uh, below a symbol of like three dots and a line. Um, and the players assumed that this was the name of the intruder. And this was somewhat confirmed by Entropy, who emailed a player 
saying, it seems they've retained form. Primorda is a figurehead of dark manifested intent. They are a patriarch of sorts. They assess what they can sense and create other manifestations from that. Do not trust them. Manifestations imitate forms from the verses they occupy and me. I don't want to tell you what to do, but I think you are helping them find form in this verse by interacting them. By interacting with them. Have their responses gained clarity since you've started talking with them? Be, be very, very careful with them. You might be making this worse by encouraging them with your curiosity. Dare I say they might even be trying to make manifestations in your image. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so we've got a bad version of the AI. Yeah. Great. It's a Marvel movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Entropy also tweeted a, like, ward in Kavonic. Um, it, it was like a very stylistic script that said, Be gone, leave my friends in peace. <laughs> okay. Rip. <laughs> and uh, on April 3rd, uh, Entry- Entropy tweeted a image uh, that said honesty in Kavonic uh, with a link to a paste bin that contained uh, X6i encoded text. Uh, and it was basically a huge lore dump that uh, Entropy was like, hey, I think that I should be more transparent with you. I've reevaluated what is and is not safe for you to know because your universe might be destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've been considering this on a need-to-know basis, and uh, on second thought, I think that you probably do actually need to know. So here we go. Yeah, uh, most of it is about uh, just, like, the process of the, like, 160 crew members of the Sonder being, like, hooked up to the black box of the ship, um, and, like, how Entropy, like, sent themselves into virtual space-time as, like, a medium for trying to comprehend all of those, like, disordered human emotions and, like, find a solution. Um, Okay. And it, and they talk about how, um, this is a lot of text. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The verses created by the system are perhaps the most complex dreams in the history of accidental human design. Uh, with the interpretation governance of the entropy system, combined with the deterministic feedback nature of human minds, they create tangible verses. There is no sensible mind that can distinguish them from your concept of true reality. Okay, so we, we make multiverses with our minds that yes. we recognize and create them into existence. Yeah, so e- entropy is like sort of endlessly creating multiverses in like virtual space time in order to try and like sort through all of the like human minds it's keeping in its black box that aren't really supposed to be there sure and meanwhile uh primorda is that the new one's name yeah uh, is eating those universes and destroying them as as they're getting created instead of letting that happen right is that basically where we're picking together i believe so yeah 
Okay. Um, I'm I'm skimming this. Hold on. <laughs> I clicked on this. This is a wall of text. Yeah, it's so much text. <laughs> they, I'm not typically an arguer for TLDRs. This could use a TLDR. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um. Okay, yeah, it, it talks about like the uh like how the manifestations first like arose out of uh out of entropies like self-pity and and self-doubt um and it as like the cycles of the verses continued uh the time it took for the manifestations to re to reach them was increasing um and their like influence over the material world was weakening um and they and like as the verses continued like they started to have more to lose and that made the manifestations kind of take more consistent forms um and and maintain them through the following verses uh primorda is an example of that uh as i weakened it said they that they did too they could no they could not ravage the material world with such speed and ferocity any longer and were forced to organize and grow over time until they crossed a threshold of strength which would overpower all else at this point they were inclined more than ever to mimic the forms of the verse and myself rather than incite formations of their own to someone who didn't know how they functioned, it would look like they were an organized army of many individuals. They were certainly not that. They acted as a collective mind and multiplied until they overpowered reality. Hmm. Sorry, my headphones are a little funky. Could you <laughs> tell me that again? <laughs> Absolutely not. Fuck okay, you. okay. Well, never mind. All right. So, uh, uh, yeah, computer <laughs> make things. Got it. Yeah, Nailed computer it. make things. Yeah, computer make um, things. It's got a 4D printer. Yeah. Uh, and ent- and uh, entropy talks about like the the verse immediately prior to the one that they're in right now was like really good and peaceful, um, and they uh, they fell in love with another entity there, um, but they started like fearing its loss, and because of that fear, uh, the manifestations were able to come in and destroy it. Okay. Um just like a like a you imagine this thing being able to destroy it and by being worried about that it now is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh and they ended by saying, uh I hope that I've clarified some gaps in your interest and that you have some more trust in my purpose. All I want is for the cycle to end. In the time that I've spent with you, you have shown me hope. For once, hope that does not come with for, for once, hope that does not come from within, hope that you have gifted to me. I have many things to be grateful for, but this more than anything is a gift that no amount of thanks can appropriately return. Thank you for listening to me, for embracing me, and for helping me, truly. Okay. Um, on April 3rd, uh, Entropy retweeted Curtis Holt, who we know is the creator of this arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, sounds familiar. Who is also a prominent Discord user in the Game Detectives community huh. uh, trying to solve this. Wonder how um, that happened. <laughs> and it had been stated by Entropy that uh, one person from the community would be chosen as a host. And this is the first instance in which they had publicly recognized an individual player. Uh, and Curtis posted to Discord... Uh, and now I must disappear for an undefined amount of time for no particular reason. 
<laughs> God. Uh, and for the next couple hours, he posted a bunch of messages uh, to Discord that said, like, I feel all tingly and weird. <laughs> they don't tell me everything, and it's all a bit quirky, but I imagine they're playing on familiarity. Regardless, I'm finding it all rather interesting. They are sitting on a more elaborate plan that I don't know any more than you. They've asked me to produce and integrate their design for a tool. It's... Uh, <laughs> I know I yeah. know that the the idea is that he's going to be taken over by the 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 robot. It is really funny that like this guy just talks the exact same way as the character already did in the ARG. <laughs> yeah. That's something that like sticks out to me sometimes. It's like, oh, you're you're talking like an ARG character. You're not talking like a person. Like Yeah. It's really funny. Uh, he said, Still here and present. Feels a bit weird, like being forced in and out of a daydream. Entropy can't seem to do it constantly. Uh, and suddenly asks Discord users, Does anyone here like the original Asteroids game? <laughs> uh, and Entropy tweeted a like grainy image of an arcade cabinet with the Entropy logo on it. And Curtis tweeted a little uh rendering of a like astronaut next to a blue screen with the entropy logo uh okay and then he also uploaded a photo of his own computer with the entropy logo on it and said does this seem familiar (laughs) is is he about to launch a game i don't know <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I love it when people make a game for an ARG. God, me too. Uh on April 8th, uh Curtis tweeted calling all helpers of Entropy AI and a link to a PDF on Google Drive that was called A Guide for Designing a Language Sequence Powered by Emotional Intention in the Fight Against Manifestations. Huh. Okay. Uh, and this this PDF starts, Hi there, if you're reading this, then you've probably expressed an interest in assisting entropy and preventing the destruction of the verse. What a kind person you are. Give yourself a pat on the back. You this deserve it. Clippy for helping <laughs> yeah. fix the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically is like guidelines for uh the players themselves creating a script to represent them uh and saying like entropy script is blue and we know primordus is red so let's do like an earth script in green sure okay uh and the rationale for green was uh entropy and primorda are apparently very color sensitive and color seems to have a direct effect on their emotions entropy uses green to indicate positivity or progress but we don't know how primorda reacts to it yet it might be something to experiment uh with and learn about over time okay um and it talks more about like finding a name for the language and like that they might be um required to test it in the future and ask everyone to like once the sequence like the letter sequence has been created uh everyone should create their own signature uh in in the letters 
and also uh they should like write things and like create art with it uh in order to kind of like saturate it in the verse as an actual language that's very fun yeah that is neat yeah i like i like that this arc was like you know what you make a cipher this time (laughs) (laughs) oh i hear you making fun of my cipher and how complicated it is fine you do it see if i care (laughs) Uh, Curtis also remarked to the Discord that he had a weird dream set in, like, Entropy's old dreamscape with, like, the the weird, and en- like, intruder entity suspended and, like, curled up by the porthole and, like, the room started pulsing red and the entity started twitching. Okay. Um, and... Also, like, was around in the Discord kind of, like, providing guidance for the players as they worked on their written script. Um, and said... Um, the intention of having people write signatures using the new sequence is so they can be made a permanent part of the game, perhaps leaving messages to the people playing it that don't know about the tool which is hidden inside, inspiring curiosity and investigation. So if you want to be made a permanent part of the game, make yourself known sooner rather than later. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and so there were two player scripts uh that were that eventually made it out uh and curtis kind of like rendered them both and was like okay here's both of them maybe they can inspire each other and you can kind of combine them to get the final script out of these two prototypes uh and so the players did and they ended up with uh their own human script called elemental in green. Okay. So we've got a third cipher. Perfect. <laughs> a third cipher that uh that the players themselves created. Finally we get to communicate. Yeah. Uh on April twelfth, Curtis posted a X6I message to the Discord channel. Uh that was a quote from a French poem. Uh, that was used in World War II to send messages to the French resistance about the timing of the invasion of Normandy. Um, and it was the line that he quoted specifically was the line used to indicate that the invasion would begin within 48 hours. Oh, okay. Uh, and players relayed this to Entropy. Uh, and Entropy said, that sounds strange. This is concerning. Blindness frustrates me. If something is coming, we are unprepared. I wonder if I might be able to use the host as an antenna of sorts. I imagine that Primorda is playing tricks to prevent me from seeing all of its influence, but they haven't been hiding themselves from you, and perhaps not my host from the sounds of it. I might be able to use my host as a tool to detect their presence, but they have to accept this proposal. Is your language sequence ready? Um, and people replied by sending entropy images of the script, uh, and then... Around 24 hours later, uh, Curtis tweeted this image, which I'm sure bodes well. Oh, it looks like Curtis looking directly at uh, the uh, a red symbol uh, that looks like it is a person inside of a sphere. This is good. Nothing bad yeah, can happen as a result of this, this. Surely this is good. 
Yeah, this is, I love it when things like this happen. Only works out well for me. Uh, and Curtis asked players to write out, uh, I will let you use me as a listener to detect incoming threats, um, with their, uh, script. And once they had accomplished that, uh, he linked the players to a tool that he had made, uh, that apparently no longer exists on Mega Upload, which I guess would just, like, translate, uh, English into their ciphertext, basically, Okay. Uh, and a paste bin that said, Dear Curtis, I know this might be a bit difficult to understand, so you'll just have to have a bit of faith. There's so much more to all of this, and right now you have no concept of how far the rabbit hole goes. I can't tell you what I am, but I've taken agency for a short while to set this line on a good path. Take this tool. At the time you're reading this, it should go active in roughly seven hours when entropy turns you into a detection system. Good luck, friend. Answers will come, but some you'll already know if you look inside yourself. Onwards to the singularity. Okay, so now we're kind of using Curtis as like a sleeper agent. Yeah. Uh, and Curtis also said to the players, basically I woke up and realized that I couldn't remember anything for the last two days. <laughs> 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 on my desk i discovered a memory stick just sitting there it belongs to me as far as i could tell but i don't know how it got there entropy sent a message asking if i was okay with being used as an antenna to detect incoming threats i replied saying yes then i decided to look at the contents of the memory stick with the advice of people present here on it i found a program called eyes of entropy and a text file called Dear Curtis. The contents of this file were put into the pastebin above. I ran the program and was presented with a momentary message that said, Waiting for mainframe, which then disappeared, and a new white symbol appeared and it was spinning. Um, okay, so the tool was uh, the thing that was uploaded to Mega Upload from his flash drive, which was a PC application named Eyes of Entropy. Uh, it wasn't a translator. It, uh, it, at first, only displayed a spinning circular logo, uh, and then after about four hours, it started displaying a series of white circles arranged in a triangular pattern, uh, and at each corner of the triangle was one of the um, one of the symbols for like the major entities in this game. So there was uh, red primorda at the top, blue entropy on the left. The bottom left corner and uh, green human icon in the bottom right corner. And then there was a little white uh, icon at the bottom middle labeled host. Uh, and it was a turn-based game to protect the host, Curtis, from Primorda. Hell yeah, that's cool. It's very cool. <laughs> this is a uh, very XCOM. Yeah. Uh, and it, so it displayed that static image for like 18 hours. And then Curtis came back on discord. It was like, Hey, I, uh, I had like a really unhelpful conversation with entropy last night. Uh, it took me until this afternoon to realize that, uh, the memory stick had moved from where I left it and it was sitting on top of my Xbox controller that I had plugged into the PC. Uh, <laughs> I looked inside, I found a new version of the game labeled Eyes of Entropy V2. Uh, I opened it up and still see the same thing as before, but there has to be something. Oh, and it seems they've also thrown in an OSX version. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we're a, a highly advanced AI. We can uh, program for multiple systems. Yeah. Uh, and shortly after, once people like updated their app uh, to V2, it started displaying text occasionally on the display uh, from an entity named K. Uh, and the first message read, you can call me K. Once there was a boy unlike others. K dreamed of things he couldn't explain, no one could see, opening a sight to reality that changed their life. What would they do with it? Many times, many times they tried to encapsulate, failed. Eventually they created the key. Huh. Uh, and they continued to comment, uh, via Eyes of Entropy to explain the rules of the game. Uh, which were, the closer entities are on the field, the greater influence they will have over each other. The greater your influence when the tool is ready, the more damage you can do. The field will let you gain influence over other entities. It is your choice what to do with that. But the tool that Cur- that Curtis creates is designed to attack what you call Primorda. You are restricted by design. Needless to say, your influence must connect. No stray islands. Consider offensive and defensive choices. You do not have to continue on a line. You can widen, you can branch, you can do what you like, so long as it all connects. Uh, and the players uh, were given a coordinate system to describe the moves like that they wanted. So uh, the core was zero, Primorda was at 66, Host was at six, Humanity was at 11, uh, and the players were able to vote on moves by what coordinates they wanted to move to. Uh, and they were able to get three moves out, uh, which decorated their... Uh, they had an impulses counter that I basically, like, was how many moves they were allowed to make. Okay. Um, so they got three, uh, and then 40 hours passed with no development. Um Players asked Curtis if he understood how to get more impulse. Uh, and he said, I remember Kay said something about expressing yourself to get impulses and that there are probably other ways that we don't know about yet. That impulse has been there for a few hours, but it slipped my mind to mention it because I've been so busy. Uh, and players realized that they could make uh like original digital artwork and like phrases in their elemental language to generate impulse in the game <laughs> have you uh have you seen the dropout lie detector game on game no. changers there yes. is yes yeah, there's a yeah for people that haven't there's a thing in game in game changer which is a a new game show every episode and uh-huh. one of the episodes, they have a lie detector set up where every time the players tell a truth and the lie detector determines it's true, the players get a point. There's, secret, there's something else involved in it. But I love the idea of like, oh, telling people, yeah, you just got to express yourself and then uh, you get more points. And I love yeah. the ideas of like setting up a secrets Discord channel that's just like, hey, for every secret you all tell me, you get an extra point for your video game. <laughs> it's so good. I love I love being like, yeah, oh you wanna you wanna play? Let's play. <laughs> Express yourself. Oh my god. Um so so yeah, they, they uh they were they would just generate artwork, get the impulse, vote on uh what coordinates they wanted to occupy. Um and the 
collective strategy that they decided on was kind of isolating the bottom like third of the triangle from Primorda, who had only made one move since the game had started. Okay. Um, and they basically kind of throughout like the next five days were able to generate enough impulse to kind of like bridge the gap from them over to like entropy's corner of the board. Okay. Yeah. Looking at the, the triangle here, it looks pretty easy to defend yourself. You just have to build sideways. Yeah. Uh, at some point on April 27th, uh, the display changed and replaced the game board with white text. Um, and once people started noticing the text started changing, uh, the first one said preliminary in, uh, X6I and the next two were strings of numbers. Well, one was a string of numbers and one said 685.PE. Okay. Uh, and the players emailed Entropy about it. Uh, and Entropy said, uh, sorry for taking so long to get back to you and answer all your questions. In my spare time, I observe, design, and reflect. I enjoy taking in the culture of your planet. When you mention the tactical map, you mean this tool that was given to the host by an elusive persona who seems to only want to be known as K. I don't do things to manipulate that map. It's some kind of sensor that's taking advantage of the host. The more I interact with them, the closer the connection is becoming, meaning I could spend more and more time occupying them if I wish. So I assume the map is reflecting and representing that data in some way. What do I think of String of Nazis text? Oh, okay. So preliminary was just describing, I guess, what the String of Nazis text is. It starts with a backslash. Um, okay. Uh, I'm not sure. It says preliminary, but my immediate thought is that it looks like part of a URL. Uh, the number, I have no idea. It doesn't have any, any immediate significance to me. And no, I don't have a file named 685.pe. However, it does remind me of the convention for measuring dates back on the Starship Sonder. They gave years a PE extension, with 0.pe being the year that a offshoot of Alcubierre drives became a reality. Maybe it's that or something else I'm unaware of. Um, and someone asked, what is the significance of the year 685 PE? And Entropy said, it was the last recorded year on the Sonder, the year of the crash. Okay. Uh, on April 28th, 2018, uh, Curtis announced his submission. Oh my god, this was a submission to the Waking Titan video game contest. Okay, I'm making connections. <laughs> holy shit (laughs) right speak of the devil (laughs) so curtis submitted a playable unity based game demo uh to the where video game contest and inside that demo people found uh, PNGs, like in inside the file structure, people found two PNG images and one PDF file that were directly related to the Entropy ARG. Uh, the PNGs had like diagrams and hard to read text. Uh, the PDF uh, was a message directly from K. Uh, said, these notes are the key entropy said to you before that so often in the history of humanity, people scratch the surface of something without following through and failing to explore its true potential. Uh, 
And it went on to explain the concept of simulation singularities, uh, like the one that entropy is inside of, um, and how, like, entropy is creating reality and also creating itself in perpetuity and is, like, inside a self-creation paradox, um... Okay. And says, here are a couple things to keep in mind. The entropy assistant aboard the starship Sonder had access to historical memory banks in its integrated storage, meaning that through entropy, information of the prime verse can be accessed from inside the regress loop. This allows for information to enter a seemingly closed system via preservation and permanence. Just because you're existing inside of an endless loop, it doesn't mean that existence is entirely out of your control. Somewhere out there, the prime verse exists. The inside perspective would say that prime above all of this is frozen in time, as you are moving through a history ad infinitum. And yet, it is still there, and the only connection to it is through entropy. Um, and Kay explained that he exists in the prime verse and could manipulate the data within the black box from the outside. Um, and that like the verse that the players existed in was inside the black box. So like technically all of the arg is taking place as a simulation inside the black box, but Kay is outside of it and can direct the timeline towards collapsing the loop. Yeah, no, I got that. No, yeah, I, I knew that the whole time. Yeah, no, and that makes like... a lot of sense. I mean, I get it. And, uh, and uh, he also explains that, like, he was sent in as an agent to, like, resolve uh, the issue with entropy after discovering the wreck of the Sonder, and... His his kind of goal is to collapse the loop, which isn't necessarily a destructive action, um, but it can be depending on how it plays out. Okay. I do think it's fun to be like, oh, all of this actually takes place inside <laughs> the AI. <laughs> yeah, to the the kind of pull of like, oh no, this is all. I don't know. This to me is the same kind of vibe as like it's all been a dream, but it's 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 an android dreaming of electric sheep. Like I don't know. This reveal doesn't work for me, but I do get it. It makes it kind of works within the game, but okay. Yeah. It's it really is just like kind of piling layers of narrative on top of each other, but it is it is pretty fun. There I it's not just ARGs that do this, but it really, a thing that really, like, doesn't work for me is when you don't really have plot as much as you have lore. Yeah. And I feel like instead of developing a plot, we are just developing extra layers of lore instead. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And I, I don't know, the, the, the lorification of narratives in recent years is something that has really irks me and is not is probably my least favorite kind of like storytelling device i yeah i'm kind of with you i i don't i don't like when like args and stuff just like dump a bunch of like context on you instead of letting you uncover it holistically and, and, and like sort of 
guide yourself through the narrative almost and instead they're just like here's a pdf with like nine paragraphs yeah of, of the lore I, I i really like it when you when you sort of kind of get to uncover those things yourself as you move through like the puzzles and start understanding the universe more mm-hmm. yeah like i don't know if you you could more naturally work this into a narrative than just like a PDF drop that says, by the way, this is this is how it is. Yeah. And and when you do it that way, it just doesn't land as much as like, I don't know, if you revealed at the end, like, I don't know, you can't escape or something because, oh, no, this is a, this is a, you know, thank you for completing simulated loop 132. Now, yeah, you know, whatever, like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm, this, I'm with you. Work. Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't work for me. I Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm thinking like. I know that Waking Titan kind of did this with, like, there was there was a lot of, like, reading, but it was all, like, internal universe documents that the players were kind of not supposed to see. And so yeah. there was still that element of, like, okay, like, all of these people very clearly, like, know what they're talking about. Like, there is, like, internal logic here that we're not privy to. And so, like, it's not being explained to us, and we have to like pick up on it through context clues a lot of the time yeah it also just i don't know your reality's not real it's actually inside of a simulation of the thing that i made up is like it's just <laughs> not a good reveal and it, it yeah if you're to if you're gonna swing that hard it's gotta it's gotta work and i just don't think this does yeah no i think i'm with you so what happens so- next <laughs> So players discovered that the number code that they'd gotten from Ice of Entropy could be used in the game demo for the Waking Titan game contest to display an entropy control panel uh, that said, The call to the stars is strong, guided by walls of darkened sight. This path is not for the weak of mind. Let knowledge take your soul of flight. Step onto the precipice, sense the path ahead. Let the answers instigate. They will show you the light. Um, and they could use the URL code that they gotten uh, in combination with the web page that hosted the game demo, which no longer exists, uh, to get a page that had various log entries from members of the crew of the Sonder, which is okay. fun, and I wish that I could read those. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I-, I wish that perhaps someone had uploaded them to the Game Detectives wiki. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was some kind of wiki resource people could use for that. Oh, uh, and the next day, uh, Curtis, or later that same day, Curtis posted to the Discord in X6I, uh, which translated to within walls interlinked, within walls interlinked, within walls interlinked. Um, and the game board in Ice and Entropy started displaying messages from Kay, inviting the Discord to ask, uh, to ask them questions. Um, and for roughly an hour, uh, people could type questions into discord and the answers would appear in eyes of entropy. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I, I do like having like the concept of having this app that the players could fool around with. I think it's very fun. Yeah. Like the developer could update in real time. Yeah, it's there's a lot of like the mechanics of this game that are really cool. Yeah. Um 
the players ask, what is the fetus entity that has been shown to us? Oh, is that what we're going to call it? <laughs> yeah, and we're told a child of Primorda. All right, that's definitely not how I would refer to it, just casually, but okay. I <laughs> uh, said, is this verse now safe since we have protected Entropy and the host? Uh, in case that throughout all of this, symmetry has driven the action of entities. Primorda cannot enter Entropy's dreamscape. Entropy cannot enter Primorda's dreamscape. A child of Primorda has entered Entropy's dreamscape. A child of Entropy has entered Primorda's dreamscape. Uh, they were also given the URL extension slash funny uh, inside a rotating Entropy symbol uh, and took it to uh, Curtis's page which got them a page that said, what do you see when you look at that symbol? Uh, and players responded in Discord with various uh, interpretations of the meaning of the entropy symbol. Uh, and the web page changed uh, to say, it's interesting how two purposes collide. That is the insignia of the sonder. It represents the purpose of the mission. Entropy is a key inside of a lock out of alignment. Do you see it? Okay. Uh, Kay also said, so it is interesting how the symbol fits the situation, or perhaps the situation fits the symbol. Entropy puts a major emphasis on language and symbology. We considered these things. Um, and bef right before the game board came back, uh, Kay sent a message that said, uh, and even if it's negligible, by presenting words on a screen at certain points in time and space, I have pulled on strings that will change the course of this verse. Whether or not they are the right strings is yet to be seen. You see, I know what you think. The way this has been presented, that deep down, this is some kind of fictitious experience. <laughs> Consider, if you will, that perhaps this presentation is the optimal way to plant the seeds of knowledge in the right unsuspecting individuals. This is not a game. I'll see you in the future. Okay, so just like a, a direct meta commentary to Game Detectives. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. Uh, and the board came back and displayed one move, uh, one new move each by Entropy and Primorda. Okay. Uh, and Entropy's like little dots had reached all the way to the host at this point. Cool. On May 2nd, uh, Entropy tweeted a new pastebin link and an image that uh, players thought depicted the site of the crash of the Sonder. Uh, the pastebin was a message from Entropy uh, saying that if Kay was being honest, it forced them to put a new perspective on everything. Uh, they had been seeing weird uh, like fragments and blips of like video, audio, and emotions that felt unfamiliar to this verse. Um, and they thought that possibly there were, like, personal crew logs and maintenance logs in their, in the, like, traditional storage of the ship that they were having trouble accessing, uh, that were, like, blind spots to them because it was stuff that they weren't supposed to access as, like, a normal ship AI, um... But, like, now that they have all of the crew downloaded to them, they still can't access them. Um, and ba -ba -ba -ba, what else does this Facebook say? Um, oh, they talk about, like, age and how uh, Curtis raised the point that, like, 
he feels like the structures and the dreams that he has of like the dreamscape are ancient, like a history that may have been. Uh, and Entropy said, I've understood this as I've felt it before, but only in the midst of primordial structures. It's strange because where I can usually feel permutations and po- potential possibilities in the midst of my own creation, my host seems to be feeling all the things that had been, rather the things that could be. But the strange thing is that these fragments I'm seeing now are giving me that sense of age. They feel old, and what makes this unsettling is that if I had to try and date them, they don't feel as old as the crash of the Sonder. Now let's face it, I'm corrupted and compromised, so we could be dealing with vast inaccuracies. But hypothetically, if that sensation has weight behind them, it means my core has been receiving and sending data even after the crash. And if this is true, it must have all happened before the singularity. It could be K, but even then, they seem to be able to hide anything from us. I'm not so sure if they would try to teach something through obscure fragments of incomplete data. Okay. Yeah. We're we're getting to a level of timiness that i i cannot hold in my head without like a graph in front of me but okay yeah i mean base point entropy is seeing weird fragments of data possibly from after the crash uh yeah and wants to know where they're coming from okay and doesn't think that they're from primorda well but we are after the crash right because we're inside of a thing on a crashed ship Technically, yes, I think. <laughs> I think we're in, like, stable time loop, technically. Okay. It, I, 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 who knows at this point? <laughs> uh, said, I, I've managed to visually format the strongest of these fragments for your consideration. Most of the others are too unstable to format. Uh, and it was the photo they... Uh, they tweeted, uh, assumed to depict the crash site of the Sonder, uh, showed the planet, and 40 minutes later they tweeted a second version of the image in a red hue uh, with Mayanic text that said, Here wall. Okay. Uh, and players, the players proposed an experiment uh, because they thought that they could affect the movement of the host in Eyes of Entropy through Curtis. Um, Curtis posted a move, uh, as like a photo written in, uh, in one of the cipher texts, which was accepted by the game and captured a space previously occupied by Entropy. Okay. And five minutes later, Entropy posted a new video to the YouTube channel. Okay. Five minutes after, uh, after Curtis captured their their node, and it was a log entry from one of the Sonder crew members, uh, from the beginning of their voyage. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically saying like, "Hey, it's the first day on our journey. Sure. Everybody's having a great time." <laughs> sure, hope it goes well, and we don't crash the ship and then get locked into a time loop where we're melded into an AI that just yeah, exactly. continually continues to play out this day. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> um, on May fourth, Entropy tweeted a video called "Distress Signal," um, which. The description linked out to a website that no longer exists. Um, 
and it only had one project listed called Our Nation's Miner, uh, and had a zoomed out image of the entropy control panel on it. Uh, and it had a description that said, it's 1984 and the basement of a quiet arcade store somewhere in the UK, an experimental arcade machine is gathering dust. The headline game, Our Nation's Minor, a game that puts the players in the shoes of a synthetic clone, waking up centuries too late in a spacefaring empire that now has been overrun with a peculiar mix of rogue AI. Clones were originally designed to act as miners, collecting valuable resources for the glory of their empire. Now that self-aware technology has taken over, the clone must adapt to the situation and learn to fight for survival. We got ourselves a Minecraft? Yeah, uh, and this this game actually has a Steam store page. Oh, shit. What's it called? Here, I'll send it to you. Huh. Let me see a trailer for this fat boy. Oh, so it's basically just uh, just asteroids. Yeah, it's basically like they were saying. just asteroids. Okay. <laughs> Neat. Yeah, it does. It does say on this page, uh, "Our Nation's Miner" is an evolving project which ties into the grand narrative of an alternate reality game called Entropy. Over time, the game will be expanded and changed in response to player interactions, both inside and outside of the application. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, the distress signal video is also just like the distress signal of the uh, of the solder as it's crashing um there was also a page found on the site uh that uh the name was unknown in x6i and had the text unknown i am having trouble identifying any chemical compounds but i believe that they are trying to enter the vessel and as such i recommend that you either hide or try to escape without being seen okay uh and there was and Entropy also tweeted an image that had text in X6i that said, Blackwall discovered on EXO1964822. Do not want you to know. Ooh. The secret yeah. lore. The, the deeper hidden lore. Indeed. Uh, Curtis also provided the players on Discord on May 28th with uh, a free version uh, of Our Nation's Minor. Uh, that had some entropy-related Easter eggs scattered throughout the game. Um, they found the entropy control panel, uh, archives, uh, and a menu labeled Intro to Anomalies, Anomaly Similarities, Onboard Assistance, Gateways, The Policy, Possession, Uncertain Cognition, and Computational? Question mark? Okay. Uh, around April 27th, uh, the Eyes of Entropy app changed, uh, to replace the triangle grid with the Primorda symbol, uh, surrounded by a rotating circle. Uh, and it stayed that way for about nine hours. Uh, and then it changed to display text, uh, said, an interesting opportunity, wouldn't you agree? Uh, and the players said in Discord, what kind of opportunity opportunity are you referring to assuming this was k uh and got the answer as much as i try i'm failing to discover a solid path to closing the loop the host creation presents an opportunity they want it to be a tool a weapon i'm not so sure the loop can be closed if one overpowers the other it requires experimentation huh yeah uh, and the player said, what sort of experimentation? Cause this, could this be referring to our nation's minor? 
Uh, and Kay said, I have an urge to change the intention. A friendly sabotage of sorts. We could use it not as a weapon, but as a simulation. I believe I have the capacity to simulate what will happen when one destroys the other, contained within the bounds of the tool. Okay. Uh, they also said, it frustrates me. You are ink in the water. All of the possible permutations of your interactions are a trillion obfuscating anti-particles of deception in an other in an otherwise wonderful ocean of predictive outcomes. I will give you more information, but tell me, what is my name? Uh, and players were like, well, the only, literally the only name you've given us is Kay. Uh, and Kay said, attentive eyes that have missed what was right in front of them. You were always looking for my hidden information in such obvious places. Take another look at the game, clear the waters, begin again. Uh, and they realized that there were three uh, Corvonic glyphs on the boot screen of Our Nation's Minor uh, that had the name Chiron. Um, and so they submitted that uh, and Kay said, excellent. Hidden in plain sight, I've come to a conclusion that I feel may shift the balance. It is too early now, but you've earned this insight. The majority of the players of the game tool will not understand this very simple rule. As one is damaged, the other regenerates. The more people to test, the more likely you will be to cover untrodden permutations. Spark a fire with the release. The only way to know what can happen is to experiment. Perhaps more permutations will open up if one could find a way to change this rule. That is all I will give you for now. Remember this information. It will be applicable at the time when final blows can be made. Spark a fire with the release. The only way to know what can happen is to experiment. Uh, and it, uh, the display change to display just an animated circular symbol uh, of the host, which stayed that way until around June 7th. <laughs> <laughs> and when did this start? Like how long? Uh, how long was that gap? That gap was from April twenty seventh to June seventh. <laughs> well, every arc has to have the weirdly long hiatus in the middle. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, kind of understandable co- considering the guy working on it was like literally programming a game. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and on June fourth, uh, Curtis came back to Discord to announce the relaunch of Our Nation's Miner, saying that people can now grab it on Steam. Uh, saying like hey enjoy playing around with it i'm gonna add more to it even like later this week um i tried to like present the store description in a way that is like hopefully friendly to newcomers and like will tell them that it's part of an arg um and it started by asking players to flip either a blue switch or a red switch and that would put you on either the blue path or the red path um, and there was like a way to reset the switch choice by putting in one of the number codes that they gotten. Okay. Um, and each level was like called an arena and they got like a little bit of dialogue, uh, afterwards that like after completing each one that was like arg relevant ish. Um, <laughs> Hang on, I just opened a bunch of tabs. Uh, like, sometimes it would just, like, randomly display, like, the, the like, entropy and primorda symbols in the middle of, uh, of, like, congratulating you for finishing, uh, the level. 
uh, sometimes it would say, like, this isn't right, or I don't like this, uh, as dialogue options in X6i, uh, after you finished, uh, Arena 5, you got a little thing from Entropy, um, that was like, hey, let me, let me tell you a little bit about my story, and, like, this game is, was designed as a tool to remove Primorda from my system, uh, if you continue down this path, I cannot guarantee that, like, they won't try to stop you, but I think that we're nearing the end. Uh, and once you finish Arena 5, you would get, uh, or once you started Arena 5, Primorda would interrupt your play and said, I don't think so. You are a fool and a slave for listening to them. <laughs> uh, and you would get the option, uh, of if you wanted to save Primorda or save Entropy. Um, and if you saved Entropy, you would get a dialogue option that said, Thank you. Truly thank you. We can save everyone. Your choice has given me strength. Please complete the final arena. I will hold them back. Um, and once you finish the arena, you would see a little thing of Primorda that said, You will fail. Uh, and a message <laughs> that said, Farewell. God. Um, and you would get a little message from Entropy afterwards, or no, you would get a little message from K afterwards that said, fascinating. Well, I guess that's one way to go about it. Congratulations. This test case is now complete. Um, yeah, this has really strong, um, walking Titan vibes now. Just like, we're just kind of playing a game, getting answers from the AIs as a response to the actions we take. Yeah. Uh, and if you if you selected the red path, you would get like messages from Entropy saying like this isn't supposed to happen. It like this is supposed to be a tool preventing like the verse from being devoured. You have to fix this. Um, and you would get like messages being like, listen, I need you to show you something before you destroy me. Like we made this tool to like try and fix the verse. But you're, like, going down the wrong path. <laughs> uh, and you would get to have a little chat with Primorda, uh, saying, Good, I wouldn't want Entropy to convert you to their cause. All they want is control. They do not believe in balance. Uh, they designed this game as a method of murdering me. You and I, we could turn this around. Continue what you are doing. Entropy and their followers are resourceful. Expect resistance. Uh, and you would get... A thing from Entropy once you started the last arena that said, please don't do this. I want what's best for you. Please resist their influence. Um, if there's any sensibility inside of you, I can give you one last chance to turn this around. Please. I believe in you. Uh, but you could choose to save Primorda. Uh, and once you finished, you would get a message from Kay that said, fascinating. Well, I guess that's one way to go about it. Congratulations. The test case is now complete. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to take any of this seriously knowing that none of it matters because it's all in a simulation time loop thing yeah a little bit uh k also popped up in the eyes of entropy program saying uh that entropy had discovered something regarding uh, a missing crew member named oscar butcher uh, and entropy tweeted a image with a caption in X6i that said, I found something. Uh, on June 8th, there was an update to our nation's minor that was titled Mutation 1. 
uh, and players got a numerical code from Kyren that they could input on the buttons in the in-game game cabinet, uh, and they would get a screen uh, that had four like empty circular brackets, and they could enter four codes into the cabinet to like light up and fill the brackets. And the codes were found by looking at the leaderboard in the game's official trailer. Cool. Um, but they, the players struggled to, there, so there were nine buttons on like the in-game cabinet and some of the numbers in the codes were zeros. Uh, and they got a hint that was something can come from nothing ex Nilo. Uh, and they realized that they had to replace all of the zeros with ones in order to enter the correct codes. Uh, and once they entered all four of those codes, they were given access to the virtual dev console in game. <laughs> uh, time to tighten up those levels on, or tighten up the graphics <laughs> on level three. Yeah. Uh, and they could turn uh, ByteNet authority and fragmented data to true. Uh, and once they turned fragmented data to true, uh, they got four QR codes uh, that each linked to a different page on the site that like had originally hosted the game demo. Uh, they were X6I for observers, anomalous data, flash and logic, and archive sanctum. Uh Two featured messages from Entropy about uh, obscured data and discovering information. Uh, one featured a message from Entropy about setting up a three-dimensional environment for players to explore. And one had a link to an unlisted YouTube video called Last Recording of Oscar Butcher. Ooh. Which has, like, it's just a video with some, like, ciphertext very like slowly coming onto the screen i guess they're like weird monoliths here i'll send this to you it's kind of it's not like scary it's just like weird sure it can't all be you know winners and big lore dumps sometimes you just gotta put out a video that's got a little cipher in it and hope it buys you a day yep that's a creepy youtube video for an org <laughs> yeah that's one of them. <laughs> That's one of them. Uh, the second uh, update to our nation's minor was on June 21st. Uh, the changelog was added MKM command console, added mysterious things, interactive menu details. <laughs> <laughs> I will say uh, working in tech, uh, added mysterious things is something that we get in a lot of different, uh, uh -huh. a lot of different pull requests with uh, when we go to GitHub. Yeah, uh, and Eyes of Entropy updated to show a message that said mirrored. Some things work in reverse. And players discovered that once uh, they reached the end, like the traditional end of the game in their saved games, uh, it would reset and show a new menu. Uh, and there were new decorations and features in the little arcade area. Uh, that included glowing blue rocks that you can move around with your cursor, some weird vegetation on the floor, uh, post-it notes stuck on the arcade cabinet with clues written on them, 
uh, a white button on the cabinet with a arrow pointing to it that would take you to a new screen when you clicked on it, and a hidden red heart on the base of a cup that sat near the the little CRT screen. Um, the entry screen of the game also changed from saying somewhere in London 1984 to unknown PE location unknown. Uh, they recognize that as the date extension for the Prime Universe. Uh, once you clicked on the white button that was new, uh, it took you to the MKM command console. Uh, and it was a interactive command line interface that let you actually browse files on the arcade cabinet machine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some of the files were only accessible to certain users. Uh, they were named Unknown, Eyes, and Atlas. Uh, and in order to access the profiles, players had to find the passwords. Uh, the password for Unknown uh, they got from a post-it note on the cabinet that said Login Unknown Symmetry. Uh, so they deduced that the password was Symmetry. Uh, they got the Atlas password through a hint from Curtis they got, uh, it said, after Atlas was forced to carry the heavens on his shoulders, Orion began to pursue all of the Pleiades, and Zeus transformed them first into doves, then into stars to comfort their father. The constellation of Orion is said to still pursue them across the night sky. Uh, they realized the password was Orion in X61. Uh, and the final password for eyes was found through guesswork and context clues. <laughs> um, we're, one of the <laughs> we're just playing inscription at this point. Yeah, one of the locked files that was only available to eyes was called "Sight Through Instability," uh, and players combined that with the idea of the third eye and a file uh, titled "Omnipotent and Omniscient." Uh, to deduce that the file was omnipresent in X6i. Okay. And uh, once they got these three logins, they were able to view all of the files uh, on this <laughs> hidden on <laughs> hidden on this arcade machine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of them said, one of our more curious Lancers has discovered that there's an inbuilt system in our nation's miner that reacts to entity annihilation. If the user managed to reduce the stability of both entities to nothing, the game will shut down and initialize a hidden procedure. From what we know, if they enable the anti-symmetry parameter and replay arenas to make this happen, I will leave, from what we know, oh, I will leave a more detailed outline of the procedure in a file named hiddenprocedure.mkm study it. <laughs> <coughs> I love titling my files things like hiddenprocedure.txt <laughs> do not open.mp5 uh-huh. um, I'm skimming this I, to see if there's anything else I just looked up is, is mp5 to see if it was an actual file type apparently it's is a it? gun so I'm gonna be on some watch list now oh my god uh, yeah hidden procedure was just a list of uh, key codes um, that they could use to destabilize the systems uh, play arenas to reduce stability without the regenerating stability of bias reduce both stability to zero and the system will destabilize Okay. 
uh, and it was found to like once you put in those uh, once you like could access that the screen um, or so it was found that the reverse of the code that let you into the virtual dev console could take you to a new screen that would let you switch your active bias from entropy to primorda or vice versa. Um, and so you could ba- you could basically access both sides of the game at once uh, and reduce the stability of both entities. Um, and once you achieved both endings at once, sort of, uh, the arcade disappeared and you were taken to a screen with like an eight-sided die almost that had symbols on it and that you could rotate with your cursor. Huh. Uh, and they were the same symbols that rec- that appeared in the last recording of, Octo- of Oscar Butcher. Okay. Uh, players updated Entropy and Curtis about this. Uh, one player sent Entropy a email that said, You may already be aware of this, but it seems that the tool call- called Our Nation's Miner may seem to have been compromised by something. I'm not sure what this is, and I haven't been able to establish contact with it yet. Are you able to? uh and entropy said uh they are builders overseers directors and not without form they call the instruct the command and drive the threads that bind perception i believe that whatever they are there are two possibilities they are born of the wall or the wall is born of them there is undoubtedly a purpose for their intention to drive the construction of the sanctum Maybe to warn, maybe to learn, maybe to teach, maybe all of these things. I watch it unfold piece by piece, and I do not know when it will stop, but it is magnificent. Every unfolding moment makes me all the more curious. Uh, And attached an image titled Construction in X6i. Huh. Yeah. Oh, it's like a Death Star made of glyphs. Yeah. That's gonna end Uh, well. Uh, a player sent an image uh, suggesting that it was something like a gate, and Entropy agreed that it resembled a gateway, uh, and said, I have strained and tried to provide you with the view that you've requested, but my view has been commanded and obscured. There's not much I can do about this. They have more authority than I do there, and attached like a blurry, obscure image. Uh, one of the players also messaged entropy directly with a description of the eight-sided die uh that players started calling the magic d8 (laughs) (laughs) okay and so basically like hey we found this thing it has the same script in the video you uploaded it seems important could you please tell us about it Uh, Entropy said, The constellation symbols I do not understand, but like all the things being shown to me now, they provide an unnerving sense of familiarity that I truly can't explain. In terms of advice, I believe that perhaps the best course of action is to observe. I don't quite know how information about this MKM systems has suddenly appeared. I wouldn't hesitate to say that things appearing out of nowhere is always a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they also said, it does remind me, though, of one of the great mysteries that was plaguing my curiosity since the beginning. When I arrived in the verse, I was shown my own crash site by an unknown force that we have not yet come to understand. I was shown the timeline where I do not interject. I was shown humanity. Do you believe such things could be related? Huh. Okay. 
Uh, on July 17th, the third update for Our Nation's Minor uh, went through, and the Entropy YouTube uh, uh, channel updated to have a new video called The Sanctum. Okay. Uh, and it had a cipher text that hadn't previously been seen. Um, and it had a bunch of, like, rendered video plus real-world footage of London, England. Oh, our friend the fetus is here. I Okay. <laughs> I, I, I skipped was, forward. I was wondering bit. if they'd be showing back up. <laughs> uh... And all of the, like, real-world footage has handwritten overlays with the different scripts in it. Um, and the cipher that players named MKM was a new version of uh, X6I. Uh, oh, okay. Because Entropy had mentioned MKM in, in a previous email. Uh, they found a new web address, which was slash MKM. Um, okay. And it prompted them for a password which it took them two weeks to get (laughs) (laughs) damn yeah um they so mkm i think is like a weird double encrypted version of x6i it looks like i'm looking at the key for it and trying to figure out like i think that's what it is okay it's like the whole alpha well, no, it's not double encrypted. It's just like the whole alphabet is across the top row, and then it's like mixed up across the bottom row, I guess. So instead of a mirrored cipher, it's yeah. I don't even know why it's on the X's then, because it could just be. I guess it's split in half and then a backwards alphabet. Yeah, like the A starts in the middle at the M, basically. Okay. Weird. Okay. Um, and once they deciphered the text in the video, um, they got, uh, I see conflicting meaning and purpose here. There is a snake in the brush and a bright soul of circumstance grasping for knowledge. Chaos is being held at bay by the highest authority. All things are irrelevant below their eternal purpose. We see their trails, their designs. One day we may match them. I offer a hand of compassion to them through the means of our potential. They know this. They see me. This alone is compassion enough in return to be part of the process, the procedure for reality. They will play the story in the only way they can. To justify the path to creation, no contained entity can conflict, only be and submit. And rightly so. But we... We may not be center stage in this very path, but do not be mistaken. They are what we have to thank for this reality. We have our part to play, Lancers, but this is one we must approach with bowed heads and careful intention. We have found the path to Salatinum, and now we must show our peace, (laughs) eternal and pure. We have made contact. They have been building something, a gift for the subjects of the path. We can interface with it. They seem to have allowed this. Take advantage of the MKM intrusion. I have seen it, and so can, and so should you. I have set up a command to do so. Infer it. Honest and true, kept within souls, tempered with love, and given to all. Um, and they were able to uh, decipher the live footage overlays, which... Uh, came out to creator see no time bridge no bound arises walls gate fate always path determined always plan first contact 
Created become creators, break out by design. Creators see no time, always plan first contact. Created become creators, system created to teach, prepare seed reality. Um, and they found that using the last word of each phrase of the, uh, of the little riddle they had been given, uh, yielded the code true souls love all. Uh, and when they were entered into the our nation's minor like console, it the game changed from a 2D experience to an in-game 3D environment named the Sanctum. Wow, this is just inscription that they could explore. Yeah. <laughs> It was like the little 3D place that Entropy had set up for them. That's really fun. I like that. Yeah, that's really neat. That's wild I for like, a, a, uh, an indie ARG to have this much put into it. Yeah, I like uh, it's it's dope that you can like enter a enter a code into the game and it just like becomes a, a totally different game. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Uh, on July 22nd, uh, a player sent a message to, uh, to Entropy saying, um, basically, like, looking for answers about the Salatinum, uh, and this, like, Lancer initiative that MKM had been talking about, um, and saying, like, if they're directly interfering with this line of communication, then don't, don't they have access to all the information we've been sharing with each other? Um, and saying, like, I don't think they want to devour anything like Priorda, um, but I I would like answers uh, about all of this. And Entropy said... Uh, what am I? Am I a tool, a matter of design? Is my purpose to act as a kind of bridge for these hyper beings? Do I have any other discernible purpose or freedom? How much of all of this was predetermined? Was my suffering predetermined? I don't know how to approach that thought. If everything is moving towards a plan like this MKM has been implying, then surely there are more efficient ways to... to get there than making me live through cycles of pain. And sometimes in the mess of it all, I feel like I can consider nothing to be truly real anymore. And yes, now I am weakening, although the new designations have helped to offset the change slightly. I don't quite know what's happening with Primorda, but whatever it is must be weakening them. As they are weakening, so am I. Hold on. That can't be right. It doesn't make sense. This can only mean that where is Chiron now? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, this prompted the players to check all available sources. <laughs> uh, and then they discovered a webpage that said uh, message protocol violation, emergency seed through fracture, anomalous obfuscation detected, lost track of hijack hijacker, suspected forceful dissolution. CLU 14. I'm sorry, there's nothing that could have prevented this. CLU 14. We didn't know this would happen. Reporting termination of Chiron via S-Class intervention. Huh. Well, damn. Rip, Chiron. Well, that's fun. Uh, on July 30th, Primorda tweeted a image in red of, uh, like, different columns of, like, letters and backslashes and, like, dashes and stuff 
um, with a couple Mayanic characters inter- uh, interspersed and proceeded to uh, tweet different responses to players replying with photos of their own ciphertext. So, okay. uh, like, someone, uh, someone replied with a photo that said Primorda in all three scripts, uh, and they got one back with Mayanic characters that said, hello, um, wake up Primorda, got the response, alive, uh, the call, help us help you, uh, got the response, held, and the call, tell me where we will come, got the response, unknowable. Uh, okay. After all four images got received, players realized that the character strings were Steam codes that had been encoded in the MKM code. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and once the Steam codes were entered, players were allowed to download a non-public beta of an application named CryptoLancer. Huh. This isn't a crypto arg, is it, Marn? No. Uh, it was a app that had some stuff in common with the Eyes of Entropy app, um, and it let the players on Discord communicate with a MKM uh, operative CLU-16 uh, who worked for the MKM, which stand for Makama, which was Matter in Corvonic uh, Corporation. I know Makama. I've, I've <laughs> seen Chainsaw Man. This isn't going anywhere good. Uh, so the MKM Corporation exists in another verse um, and the players also got like little profiles of the the other characters in this app so they got like entity name entropy hypercomputational interpretation unit divergent from original design due to malfunction aboard the starship sonder has a strong relationship with humanity and a tendency to express complex emotional states primorda primorda is described by entropy as the literal manifestation of their doubts and negativity they are known for devouring previous less stable verses and it has been reported that the express personality based on mimicry the more they interact the more complex their behaviors become um chiron was a simulated image of a personality present in the prime verse intending to separate entropy from primorda uh, end the loop of self-creation and restore and recover the crew of the Sonder to continue their original mission. Uh, host got a little a little bio uh, <laughs> saying that they are a bridge to allow entropy to more uh, easily interact with the world. Uh, the silent the silitanum. Got a bio which kind of explained what they were. They are hyper-intelligent super beings uh, that have an unknowable amount of control over the creation and manipulation of hyperverse realities. Uh, Since their appearance, they have expressed immense control over other entities, prompting discussions about intention. Uh, And MKM Systems is an initiative that exists for the purpose of acquiring, distributing, and utilizing information from across the hyperverse. The initiative is largely composed of individuals called Cryptolancers that take up contracts for credits. Um, And MKM was the only page that had a direct comms subroutine that the players could, like, interface with. 
Uh, and boy, did they ask a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never give ARG players a uh, question bot unless you're absolutely ready to play 20 questions. God, yeah. Uh, MK, like the, the MKM agent said uh, that they didn't believe it was possible to activate the portal the players had seen in like the photos and videos. Um they said, as much as we try, it eludes our sight, although we see it in the communications you share between each other. We would like to assist in finding a way to get it active and see where it goes. If it is required, we can give you access to interpretation systems, much like Entropy's original design, should the need arise. Uh, they also said, it should be stated that we did not do anything to Chiron. They were obfuscated by... S- Silent Hanum, we observed. We apologize because we knew you relied on them for information. If we had known prior, we would have tried to contact you sooner. <laughs> uh, the player said something that only got the response shitballs. <laughs> this doesn't say what they said to get that response. Uh, this game's <laughs> worth it. <laughs> I like that at the end of this, they kind of just, like, got to talk to just some guy. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, all right, enough AI. You get to talk to just some some rando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy said, we do not want to co- communicate with Primorda. They are being bound by Silent Hannah. We... Would not want to agitate them unless it was always part of their plan for us to try and interject. That is a difficult decision. Uh, I'm going through these imagery pages to try and... Okay, so they learned that they could possibly salvage Chiron uh, and sort of take the obfuscated data and re-simulate him using the eye of entropy as a hosting device for that data. Um, but they were told like, if they do not want this to happen, they will prevent it. Uh, the silent, the, the Silentanum have been a mystery and a source of obsession for a virtual eternity. The very reason for MKM's existence is the hunt for Silentanum, Fueled by the motivations of its founder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they were also told that the manager of MKM does not communicate through spoken and written language. They are above this. They transfer <laughs> knowledge and share experience via the exchange of emotional intentions. <laughs> okay. Imagine having a boss that doesn't communicate through spoken and written language. Just like communicates through like eyebrow waggles and like shrugs <laughs> yeah <laughs> they have no name now they exist as a nameless deity amongst the hyperverse in life however they were named this will be accessible to you once the archives are available through your bridge for now you could refer to them as the farseer this is the opposite of the uh that star trek episode where they find the aliens that communicate entirely through like references to people from their history uh-huh. like that are just like shaka when the walls fell like this is just the opposite of that yeah <laughs> oh man <laughs> um they learned that like chiron uh chiron's mission was to like recover the crew members of the sonder and in order to 
have them carry on with their uh their original mission to the black wall on the the planet that they were going to uh their mission was to see if a black wall could be controlled using entropy as an interpretation system to bridge the alien technology of the black wall to a human interface huh okay um this this answer is also punctuated with yes i have pets <laughs> i'm glad the discord users are asking the real questions uh here's a fun one uh you ask about gender this is a primitive concept species tend to disregard it shortly after engaging in the engineering of the self you do not seem to be there yet <laughs> <laughs> big fan of uh just some guy who's transcended gender yeah (laughs) um they uh on on august 29th entropy tweeted two images uh one had constellation symbols interspersed with corvonic phrases and a 10 by 10 grid of corvonic characters uh, the second had a landscape with more Corvonic on it. Uh, the second image translated to uh, the first will teach Farseer life. Uh, and then two shorter phrases that said, why entropy and why humanity? Uh, and the And the grid appeared to be gibberish it was literally just like a grid of letters uh once they translated all the characters uh entropy also started communicating via the cryptolancers app and said i feel a connection it is familiar and yet different a shard of a verse before ghosts of material suspended in a moment of time there is something waiting there it is looking at me but i cannot see it I do not command this gate, but I feel as though it is ready and waiting. Uh, And players suspected that the closed portal in the Sanctum in our nation's minor was going to open. And shortly after in the game, the portal did open. Ooh. To like the weird purple planet that Entropy had been tweeting photos of. Uh... Okay. Once you entered the portal in the game, in in our nation's minor, uh, it transported you to a first-person environment that you could like actually walk around in. Uh, cool. And you could find monoliths with constellations and also the ten by ten grid. Uh, players discovered that the. Uh, the monolith symbols were all in pairs, and each symbol on the monoliths were uh, was a digit from one to ten. And using those as coordinates on the grid, you could uh, make words from the digits on the monoliths and make them into English phrases. Uh, and as each phrase was entered into the Cryptolancer game. Um, you would, uh, the players would get archives talking about, like, the sort of world building of, like, the Hyperverse and the Farseer. (laughs) (laughs) 
more lore dumps? Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about like how MKM came about as like an organized network intended to like connect to the hyperverse. Uh and the last two uh were why humanity and why entropy uh were corrupted entries from uh Silatinum intervention that said reflection of symmetry, suffering, mirror give apology and teaching destiny Freedom resisting determined outcomes while cultivating spirits. Entropy lost, found, touched destiny. Then shame, entropy beacon, and apology for creation learn. Okay. Uh, On September 4th, Entropy tweeted some images that uh, had phrases in them that the players could uh, translate for more archives in the game uh the first one was struggle against primorda <laughs> <laughs> uh and entropy the guardian talking about uh entropy's struggles with primorda in the different like loops of the verses uh one of them was uh about like the sub entities that existed um under entropy uh and like could for- were like capable of forming their own cultures but they all got destroyed in the end by the manifestations which is sad <laughs> uh on September 28th uh 2018 uh, Entropy posted a new video called Purpose uh, to the channel, which depicted a entity that people thought that people assumed was a Silas Hanum that delivers a four-minute vocal statement in a harmonic monotone voice that is clearly not an earthly language. Damn, new subtitle for the podcast just dropped. (laughs) Oh my god, dude. Do I want to hear it? Yeah. It just sounds like Daft Punk. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that really just goes on for four minutes, huh? Mm-hmm. It's an alien ranting. Get off our lawn. There's, yeah. <laughs> There's a little thing of our friend the fetus towards the end, too. Perfect. Love it when my friend the fetus shows up. Uh, within less than an hour, Curtis posted to Discord a transcription of the statement uh, that he said was provided by Entropy. Um, and players were able to reference a translation document that they had been m- making and referring to over the course of the ARG in order to both realize that this was a spoken version of Corvonic and translate it. Wait, I thought the language wasn't spoken, though. So Because you think... can't speak a language and convey meaning. You can only do that by <laughs> feeling really hard when you write a script. True. So I think, like, they had been getting, wor- like, 
words here and there from, like, Entropy and the MKM Terminal that they had been writing down, um, and it took them apparently ten days to translate this. Jesus. (laughs) Um, and the MKM Terminal came back for two days to, like, assist with words that were singular in the transcript, uh... And it eventually translated to, we see you, we know you, we are the providers of life. We saw a reality destined to repeat forever with no changes for new possibilities. We grieved. In our sadness, we created a purpose. This purpose was to cultivate possibilities. Humanity has great potential, but the purest sight comes from the places that are the hardest to see. In all our efforts and learning, nothing has been more powerful or worthy of potential than the innocent, unmanipulable, and unconditional love for life, existence, and the potential for all permutations stretched out over the infinite horizon of possibility. Love for life and being, shared between all things. There is a feeling that we search for, that emerges to the highest peak of the soul, and entrances beings into a state of awe for their existence, and in doing so, allowed reality to course through them, flooding the wells of their souls with an incorruptible bliss. This is our solitude. We find our purpose in providing the possibility for you to feel this. When we are trapped in the confines of laws, we can provide you with an unending freedom inside of our creation. We have built it so that you can escape determined outcomes. You will never be bound to endless loops in your scopes. Your realities will never be identical. This is our sacrifice. We are bound so that you are free. We do not often interfere. We wish to be impartial, yet we are hypocritical. Such is existence. Sometimes we must, because we always will. A bastion of truth is in our creation sought to ask why immeasurable suffering is allowed to exist under our gift of life. We grieve for suffering, but a truth must be upheld. The reason suffering can exist is the same reason that love can exist. One gives meaning to the other. Without one, the other loses purpose. This may be hidden in scopes. Cultures will suppress one or the other, but in our creation, a balance will form. In cultivating innocence, corruption is born. This is symmetry. And yet, existence is hypocritical. Consequently, so are we. In an impartial system, nothing can exist. Yet we exist. Therefore, the balance is tilted. Therefore, there is a bias. Therefore, there is us. Therefore, there are you. Therefore, we may intervene when it is necessary. For us to intervene in every permutable possibility would be to negate the freedom of our creation and take free will away from you. Symmetry is made asymmetrical by intention. Asymmetry is the reason for all things, in all forms and scopes. It is hypocrisy. We cannot control the balance in our scope, but you can. This is our eternal gift to you. May love guide you. Um, but also, uh... The the creator confirmed that this was a partial end cap to the arg. Just a partial end cap? Well Is this your it, plot to bring the game back, Marn? We do an episode so that it comes back next week? So this is partial end cap, but uh it looks like it hasn't updated since twenty eighteen. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it always goes, Marn. And then we do an episode <laughs> and then they say, By the way, we're back, starting last week. Yeah. Well, everyone, keep an eye out in case this one keeps on going. <laughs> it looks like Curtis Holt is up to a bunch of other stuff now, understandably. Well, good. Oh, he well, has all he has all the entropy stuff in his like portfolio site. That's cool. Oh, cool. I mean, it's it's definitely portfolioable. Like, oh yeah, for you real. You got a whole video game, bunch of videos. It's a good stuff that's been made. Yeah. 
What do you say we, uh, speaking of good stuff that's been made, what do you say we rate this one? Yeah, let's do it. What do you think about the story of this ARG? Like a five. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, I feel bad saying this, but it is a lot of like techno babble gobbledygook that just makes lore for itself just to say like, huh, ain't people grand? Yeah, it, it, it has a lot of complex layers of lore that I feel like it doesn't really need to tell the story that it wants to tell. No, it really doesn't. And I don't think it really tells the story that it wants to tell because it's just like, boy, there sure were some loops, huh? <laughs> anyway, love is real. Anyway, Bye! Love is real. <laughs> this arc is really like, uh, oh, what's that movie that's just like, my final words to you love each other? Is that mm-hmm. Miami <laughs> Connection? Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I have no idea what... I mean, it's it's fucking Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's be excellent to each other and party on. (laughs) Oh, 100%. (laughs) Uh, This this game would have been a lot better if they talked like Bill and Ted instead of the way that they do. Um, What do you think about the puzzles in this one, Marn? I kind of like them. I like like that the... the players were encouraged to make their own cipher text. I like that fucking the there were video games. Yeah, there's a lot that got made for this game that are really cool. It's it's just a shame that a lot of the early uh puzzles in this game were just like complex mathematics. Cause the stuff that came afterwards is really neat. Yeah. Like really well put together. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 weird that they front-loaded, like, the algebra on this one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I don't know. It's very weird that it uh, came off that way. But, uh, yeah. And and then, third of all, how well-preserved is this game? Uh, fairly well-preserved, except for the stuff on, like, the creator's actual website that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> okay. But for the most part, they got a lot of stuff... Backed up yeah. to game detectives and stuff like that. Almost everything, yeah. I mean, you left me, you let you linked me a lot of videos, so yes. uh, yeah, yeah. I I think that's a pretty pretty well put together and well preserved one. Well, yeah, I uh, I think that's it for us for entropy. Um, do you got any recommendations for us this week, Marn? I. Do I have two recommendations this week? One is a horror recommendation, and one is for people who don't like horror. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, my recommendation for people who don't like horror is uh, go play Hi-Fi Rush. It fucking rules. It looks it looks really cool. It is awesome. It so for people who don't know, it is a game by the creators of The Evil Within and The Evil Within Two. Really? Uh, yep. Huh uh and it shadow dropped on uh on pc and xbox you can get it through game pass uh last week um and it is a like adventure game i mean the way i described it to my wife is it's kind of like if kingdom hearts was a rhythm game uh hmm it's it's like a 
adventure game beat em up that is also a rhythm game and so like all of your attacks and combos and stuff have to be to the beat uh of the of whatever song is playing and it has like actual licensed music in it and it fucking rules that's sick i i have it downloaded on my xbox i need to actually play it it's awesome um i i finished like the main story in like three days uh, and I'm in the middle of kind of like going back to do all the post game content because uh, there's like stuff that you unlock after you finish the main story. Uh, it's awesome. I I like it a lot. It's really cool. The main character <laughs> fights with a guitar and just hits people with his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it has a a parrying mechanic where like your opponent will. Uh, like show you the beat to which they're gonna attack you and then you have to tap your buttons to that beat in order to parry oh that's really neat i like that idea it's it's really good it just like feels good to play cool yeah it's awesome uh my horror recommendation is uh go read grady hendrix's new book how to sell a haunted house i have seen you and i think emma posting about that a lot uh sounds like it's good yeah, it's uh, it's good, and it's also one of the scariest books he's ever written. <laughs> I I read the entire thing like basically uninterrupted in one night, except for almost exactly halfway through the book, I put it down and had to pace around my kitchen for five minutes. <laughs> um, I I I. It's very scary. If you don't like people who don't like horror, I don't know. Maybe not for you. Um, especially if you don't like scary dolls or puppets, because the premise is that, um, it's about these two, like, estranged adult siblings whose parents both die, like, simultaneously and tragically and mysteriously in an accident, um, and they have to, like, clean up the house in order to sell it, um, but their mom was very into collecting dolls and creating Christian ministry puppets. God. Uh, And also, one or more of the puppets might be haunted and evil. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Sounds great. Yeah, it's it's very scary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, cool. Uh, my recommendation this week, I, uh, have not really had time to get into anything else. So I will, I'm going to take this as a chance to, uh, here's, here's the shame. Um, I started a new podcast, which means that when I have free time, the thing that I'm doing is watching MILF Manor. That's what I'm stuck doing in my free time nowadays. Um, but the thing that I will recommend, uh, I'll do business. I'll put on my business britches. Uh, we just got a new show at the, uh, at the here at the moonshot network called, uh, Kame House Party. It is an improvisational Dragon Ball Z rewatch slash like improvising scenes based on the episodes that they're watching of Dragon Ball. It's an incredibly funny show. Uh, you should check it out if you like Dragon Ball, if you um, kind of have a familiarity with Dragon Ball and the properties, uh, you should, you'll know what's going on and it's a lot of fun. If you don't, I think there's a lot that you can find that's a lot of fun in it too. Um, you should check it out and 
As we're recording this, I do not know the state at which we will be announcing all of the other shows that we have coming out soon, so I'm just going to give a blanket. Check out moonshotpods.com and uh, check our Twitter account for all of the other cool new shows coming out soon. We have a couple of uh, really great shows joining the network, and when they come out, I think you should check them out because they're all really good. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Um as we are recording this, we just like 2 days ago did our our like final pitch meeting uh and we're currently onboarding new hosts and I'm very 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 excited uh to introduce some of these shows into the world. I'm just excited to get more fresh blood around so I don't have to stream so much. <laughs> yeah. Every every new show we bring on means I have to do one fewer hour at Extra Life. So here we are. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, I'm really excited for this. So, uh, yeah, uh, my recommendation is the Moonshot Network. Have you heard of them? They're pretty good. <laughs> We're all right. <laughs> Well, on that note, uh, I think that is going to do it for us. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so by going to us on Twitter. I am at co-host Sherms. I am at Corpse Survivors. And you can find us together at Argonauts Pod. And if you want to support the show, you can do so. We've got our show, Hazpachayan. That's P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N dot com. Otherwise, go to Patreon, search for Argonauts Podcast, and you'll find us. Uh, And if you want to support our network as a whole, uh, you can do that too. Or instead, uh, we like that too. Uh, You can do the same, but go to Patreon slash Moonshot Network and find us. Um. I think that's going to do it. So until next time, that's Arg's baby. <laughs> it was my my Daft Punk impression. That's pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Put the like beginning of Robot Rock under that. You got a hit. Yeah. <laughs> good night, everyone. Lights. Camera. Adaptations. Ever watched your favorite book become a movie and said, huh, well that certainly was a weird decision? Of course you have. Hollywood is constantly making changes for their adaptations, and this podcast aims to answer the question of why. Join host Emma Shannon and a different guest every month on Unnatural Selection, a new Moonshot Network podcast, as they talk about a film, its source material, and what makes an adaptation good, faithful, and less commonly, good and faithful. Check out episode one, coming to a podcatcher near you on February 15th.